like to welcome everyone listening in. Uh, this is the very first episode and the first time we've ever done a podcast uh, for the city of Auburn Hills. It's called Speaking of Auburn Hills. And if you're listening to this right now, thank you for joining us. Uh, we have some people on Instagram watching this live right now as well. If you're listening to this and you want to catch the live feed next time, be sure to head over to our Instagram page. Uh, just type in City of Auburn Hills and uh, you can watch the feed live next time. Other than that, though, let's uh, let's get started. So I'm Kyle Sizlowitz. Um, I'm going to be talking with, interviewing, if you will, city manager Tom Tangi. Um, he's here today. He's going to talk a little bit more about the city and, uh, you know, brief you guys on the topic that he wants to uh, discuss this week. So without further ado, I'll, I'll let Tom introduce himself before we get started. Well, hello again, Tom Tangi, the city manager of Auburn Hills, Michigan. Uh, I want to thank Kyle because uh, I'm pretty technologically challenged, so this is a big step for me. Uh, I also want to uh, do a shout out to our friends at uh, OHM Advisors, who are our consulting engineers, who uh, have already been uh, picking on me for uh, finally joining the 21st century in terms of technology. So, Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks for the tweet, OHM. <laughs> appreciate it. Um, the, the purpose of the podcasts are actually to um, just inform citizens in general uh, about some of the things that are happening with um, or, or happening in Auburn Hills. And um, I felt that the first podcast should really be a little bit about, uh, about the city, so sort of an intro to Auburn Hills. And uh, I feel that prov- will provide sort of the context for future podcasts and so it'll be important to uh, establish sort of a baseline of information about the city so people know when they're listening in the future, uh, what, what is this city all about that he's talking about? So, uh, so I want to uh, provide a little bit of background, first of all. Um, I think it's important to recognize that, uh, in general, we're located in southeast Michigan. We're um, in Oakland County, which is, uh, I guess, lucky for us. We're very fortunate to be uh, a community within Oakland County, which is... Uh, very successful county uh, throughout the United States. So um, our form of government is a uh, council manager form of government. And this simply means that um, uh, I am uh, officially the chief administrative officer of the community, and I'm appointed by uh, a seven-member elected city council. Uh, Council meets twice, twice a month, and they are the policy setters for the community. And Uh, I often describe it as they set the policy, and it's my job to implement the policy. And I do that through uh, a great team of professionals who are department heads uh, in the community from uh, 11 different departments. Just to interrupt Tom real quick, if you guys do want to check out the council council meetings, they are available online. Uh, If you go to our website, auburnhills.org, you can always catch those if you missed one. Or if you're looking to learn a little bit more about, you know, what was talked about uh, at the city council meetings. So those are helpful. Uh, the information is always on, available on our website. Great. Thanks, Kyle. Um, we operate with an annual budget of about uh, $60 million. Our general fund budget is, is uh, right around $25 million annually. We have a staff of about 170 full-time employees and probably about 100, uh, 100 more part-time and seasonal employees that assist us throughout the year. How, how does that compare to other cities and municipalities? I feel like that's a little... A little low or like very efficient, I guess, which what you could say. Well, I, I, I think it is efficient. I think a lot of people here wear a lot of hats. So um, uh, 
this community historically did not get caught up in um, the idea that if there was something new that we wanted to accomplish, we had to throw a body at it. So um, what we've done is a lot of cross-training with our employees, and, and we have... Um, Again, uh, a lot of people wearing many hats. So rather than add a new position, uh, people were trained and developed into handling uh, uh, new tasks, new initiatives for the community. And uh, that has kept us pretty lean, which obviously helped us um, weather the economic storm of 2008 when the world came crashing down around us. That was a big storm. (laughs) That was a big storm. (laughs) Yeah, we uh, were, were... we're still recovering from that. It'll be a lot of years before we do recover fully. Um, our, um, our taxable value of the community dropped um, almost 40%. Wow. And that's, uh, there's a direct relationship between the taxable value and the revenue we receive uh, in order to operate the city. And so uh, we're slowly digging back out of that, but um, we're, we're getting there. We're holding our own. Yes. So, I feel like that's a lot, a lot of people don't realize that about the taxable value, that it dropped by that much. Yeah, and it's, and it's very different, or difficult because um, the laws are the, as they are uh, don't allow our taxable value to now increase more than um, the consumer price index or the rate of inflation. So even though property values may go up by double-digit percentages, um, we can only raise the taxable value by the uh, consumer price index. And um, this year, that'll be nine-tenths of 1%. So if you're losing 40% of your taxable value and you're only gaining at, uh, last year it was three-tenths of 1%, this year it's nine-tenths, you can see just about how many years it would take before you get back to where you were before the crash. Sure. So we've had to do even more belt tightening, but uh, we've done what we needed to do, and uh, we stay focused on our mission. So. Um, so I know you're, you're talking about the city a little bit, um, you know, hypothetical situation. If I was an alien from another planet and like I came to Auburn Hills for the first time, you often talk about these sectors that the city's broken up into. Um, can you break down the five sectors that you talk about that kind of make up Auburn Hills as a whole? Sure. Um, you know, the, the city is really made up of, um, again, kind of five major, I, I wouldn't call them industries, but sectors is probably the best word. Um, uh, one category I would call business and industry. The other is uh, one other is residential, and then sports and entertainment, uh, retail, and then education. And we have um, in those five areas we have a pretty significant cluster of of each of those categories. Um, in the business and industry category, probably the most notable uh, business we have here is um, the Fiat Chrysler Automobiles. Uh, uh, headquarters, we have about it's the building is about 5.4 million square feet. It's um, second uh, only in size to uh, the Pentagon. So uh, for for a building of that of that nature, so um, it is a massive building. We, we have about 16,000 uh, people who come to work in our community each day just at Fiat Chrysler Automobiles. Um, we have other uh, giants of industry, the world headquarters of Borg Warner Corporation, Guardian Industries. Uh, the list goes on and on. And I think uh, in a future podcast, we'll probably uh, uh, emphasize uh, some of those notable uh, uh, companies and talk more about those in detail. Sure. Um, when it comes to retail, we have a large uh, retail sector. 
Uh, we have a very large regional mall called uh, Great Lakes Crossing Outlets. Um, and then we also have other um, retail that surrounds that mall. Um, but uh, overall, I, I, I know that the... Uh, you know, the, the, the traffic uh, that runs in front of the mall is about 100,000 cars a day. So you can only imagine how much retail activity that we, we get in the community. Uh, the mall is somewhere around uh, 1.4, 1.5 million square feet. And um, we're really proud of the mall because it's also um, becoming more of a tourist attraction. And uh, we are the first and only city at this point in Michigan that has attracted the first Legoland and Sea Life Aquarium, um, which are located at Great Lakes Crossing Outlets. So um, from a residential perspective, we, uh, we have every kind of housing from entry-level apartments to homes upwards of $500,000. So um, we're sort of proud of our uh, achievement of being uh, looked upon as a community for a lifetime. So a place that you can live uh, at all stages of life from entry level. If you, you know, maybe you're first out of college and uh, you need an apartment and all the way to um, assisted living and, you know, senior care options. Um, when it comes to uh, education, I think a lot of people are really surprised that we are very much a, uh, a college town. Um, we're trying to do more and more to, to uh, sort of be in a, uh, an attractive community for college students. We have um, four colleges and universities here. Uh, we have the Western Michigan University Cooley Law School. Um, we have Baker College, which is uh, Michigan's largest uh, private college, and we have one of their campuses here, the Baker, Baker Auburn Hills. Um, we have the what I would call the flagship of Oakland Community College. They have a number of locations, but their largest uh, community college campus is here in Auburn Hills, and, and uh, they have several thousand students attending classes at that community college. And then um, the largest presence, of course, is Oakland University, which is uh, Go Grizzlies. Uh, <laughs> right across the street. Right my, uh, it's my alma mater, and, and, and in fact, I'm a, I'm a current student there, uh, too. So um, Oakland University has a student population of about 20,000. Um, and uh, overall, about 30,000 students, again, uh, attend uh, college here in, uh, in Auburn Hills. Um, and then I would mention from an entertainment perspective, we are the home of uh, Palace Sports, uh, or, or I'm sorry, the Palace of Auburn Hills, and uh, the NBA's Detroit Pistons play here in um, Auburn Hills, and uh, of course, as a side note, they will be making a move downtown to downtown Detroit um, and become part of the uh, sort of sports and entertainment cluster in the city of Detroit. So we're looking forward to working with the ownership and um, uh, management of of the palace to look at what our options are for that site. It's about uh, about 110 acres, and so there's a lot of opportunity there. Yep, definitely. Um, so I know the timer's almost out, but I don't think it'd be uh, we'd be doing our job if we didn't explain our entire brand change that just happened, our new logo. So I'm going to touch on that real quick. Um, you know, for the past however many years. It's, it's pretty obvious that Auburn Hills doesn't represent agriculture, but that's exactly what you would get if you were to look at the old logo with the silo on it. Mm -hmm. um, so speaking of the new logo, you know, out with the silo, in with the bridge, per se, 
Uh, why was the change made from that old logo to this new logo that people can see now? Well, I think your comments were a good introduction to exactly why it was changed. Um, we, um, for a number of years, had a logo that was a takeoff of a, um, uh, a silo that's located here on our, our municipal campus. This used to be a country estate for um, a wealthy businessman and his wife, and um, uh, the city acquired the, the campus a number of years ago, and on the campus was this silo. Um, Somewhere along the line, uh, a past city council uh, really st sort of started to embrace the idea of, of Fieldstone as an architectural amenity throughout the community. And so um, the logo was the silo, and uh, although it has like a white siding on it, um, they put Fieldstone over the silo and made that the logo for the city. And... Um, it was obviously meaningful because it honored the the history of the city and the and the um, estate that was here and and uh, but it really didn't represent who we are today. Sure. And um, I was running into a lot of situations where I would be traveling in other parts of the country, and people would ask you, you know, what do you do? And you tell them you're the city manager of Auburn Hills, Michigan, and. They'd ask you for a business card, you hand them a business card, and it has a silo on it, and they would say, oh, you're an agricultural community. And um, rightfully so. I mean, if you see a silo, you think of farming, right? So um, Yeah, best, best corn you can buy in Michigan, Auburn Hills. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> but the reality is, is that we're um, very much a leader in um, advanced manufacturing, research and development, um, and the number of other things that I talked about, those, you know, the, the, the various sectors within the community, and that's really what we're known for. We have a lot of North American and world headquarters, um, a lot of high-tech businesses, and uh, in fact, we really have, uh, I can't really think of anything agricultural that's really left within the community. Mm -hmm. So um, it just made sense that we would uh, pursue a change for our, our brand, and uh, a couple of years ago, we opened up um, what was called a diverging diamond interchange. And uh, it was a new way of moving traffic at a major interchange at um, uh, the location is University Drive and Interstate 75. And um, the new logo um, has sort of an arch that connects the A and the H for Auburn Hills. And... Um, it's a little bit of a takeoff of the new diverging diamond interchange. Um, we were the first community in Michigan to have a diverging diamond. Ooh, we're going to let him finish this. But uh, <laughs> it's our time. So, yeah, so we were the first community in Michigan yeah. with the first diverging diamond. Yeah, and, and the logo represents a little bit of that, plus um, the bridge is sort of an idea um, representing connectivity, uh, connecting business and education and uh, so on and so forth. And... Um, we, we also have a, um, uh, a tagline, which is connecting you to now, and we've decided we will be replacing the word now, uh, depending on uh, what we get involved in, like let's say it's with education, uh, the word now can be substituted with the word education. So it's a very flexible tagline that goes with it, and modernize the logo, and I think it just represents uh, an image of who we are today. Okay. Well, that's good, and I think we... I mean, this is a good first episode, kind of just briefing about Auburn Hills and explaining really what we're all about and what goes on within uh, within the city. Uh, but for next time, um, I want to kind of tease the topic, Tom, if you would, uh, maybe what can what can listeners expect next time? What what might we be uh, talking about? 
the second episode. Well, 2016 was a pivotal year for us. We had to make some very uh, difficult decisions having to do with finances. Finances uh, for municipalities in Michigan are, are continuing to be very problematic. Um, revenues not being near where they were. And so uh, like every community in Michigan, we, we struggle. And, and again, we're holding our own and, and doing well. But um, we had to make some changes to the way we do business. And uh, there were four sort of significant things we did in 2016. And what I hope to do is introduce those four topics next time and spend a couple of minutes talking about each one and why we did what we did. Awesome. All right. That's great. Um, so thank you for listening, watching. If you're still on Instagram, uh, really exciting stuff, guys. Uh, but uh, next time we're going to be uh, on here, uh, we'll be talking about, you know, what Tom just said, some of the significant highlights of 2016. But uh, thank you for listening to the first episode of Speaking of Auburn Hills. We'll catch you next time. Thank you, everyone.